With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Starscream here, and I am the lord and master of the Geekcast Radio Network. Don't tell Megatron. You're listening to the Geekcast Radio Network. Unleash the geek in you. This is GeekCast Radio, episode 315. I'm, of course, TF2 and Mike, and joining me is Jesse, a.k.a. Matrix Prime. Hello, sir. How the hell have you been? Hello. Not too bad. How about yourself? I'm doing... Do- 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 Apparently, I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you podcast for almost 15 years. You think you'd be good at this stuff, right, folks? I'm doing pretty good, pretty good, and this is a Saturday morning TV episode, and you said something to me on Twitter. You said something either on Twitter to me or in general, I forget what the hell it was, about um, (laughs) the decline of the long TV theme song. Yeah, so I guess what got me started thinking about this is you were just recently on a Knight Rider podcast. Yes, I don't know if you want to promote that really quick, but yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it's uh, it's the space book. They're over on YouTube. I will most likely have the link either embedded or in the show notes. We talked uh, my one of my favorite number one favorite eighties action shows ever, uh, Knight Rider. So we did that a couple of weeks ago. So I was a big fan of Knight Rider as a kid as well. Um, I know. Oh, there's my um. I, I made sure I'm going to throw those in there. Uh, so, uh, yeah, again, I was a big fan of the show growing up. I had like a talking uh, Knight Rider car. Uh, it came with like a. Yep. It came with a Michael Knight figure. I had a watch. I would always talk to my watch as though I was Michael Knight talking to Kit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, absolutely loved the show growing up. Um, but I recall it having uh, a somewhat lengthy uh, theme song. Mm-hmm. And this theme song, right, has, has a little bit of spoken word in it, but for the most yeah. part, it's, it's mostly music. And uh, so I looked that up before, you know, we started recording this and it clocks in at about a minute and 12 seconds long. <laughs> um, so I right, so I started thinking about like other other TV shows like, you know, from the past that had like longer theme songs. And if you start thinking about TV today, right, a lot of TV shows either have significantly shorter theme songs or in some instances, some of them may not even have theme songs. 
Some um, of them are just one musical note. Right, right. But then I started looking at some other shows or thinking about other shows, and I I started seeing where that isn't necessarily always the case. Where not, you know, some modern TV shows actually do have some longer or lengthy uh, intros, but it really comes down to them being sort of niche. Uh, sort of boutique shows or sort of premium type shows. And I'll get into that as we kind of go through the the list of stuff I got here. Uh, but I'm kind of seeing a trend where if it's if it's more of like a network type show, really short, quick intro, right? But if it's something where you're, it's more of a premium type show, you're either paying for the service to watch it, uh, or if it's like, a, uh, it may even be like a cable uh, type show. Yeah. Uh, some of them have like, you know, longer uh, intros. I was even just looking at, cause my, I've got a daughter, she's almost four. Uh, she does watch a lot of like uh, PBS type TV. Uh, PBS now, PBS when I was growing up was like a single network, right? It was a channel. And yes. now they, in my area now they have like five channels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's PBS, there's PBS kids, there's PBS like sprout or whatever. Like there, yep. there's all these. Yeah. Yep. So on the on the PBS Kids specifically, uh, they show nothing but like cartoons, like twenty four seven, and some of them have really lengthy intros. And I wanted to uh, go over a, a little bit of that as well. So sure. I guess I don't know how you want to jump into this. Uh, like I said, I've got a list so, of yeah, shows here, but so we'll jump into your list. But the one thing I wanted to say about about TV intros is that I was born in nineteen eighty. So I had, I, and I say this, I've said this in every episode of every podcast I've recorded in the last three months. I had the ultimate growing up experience, I think, being born in 1980 because I was five years old when Shira or whatever season two of Transformers was on. I was six years old when, you know, my heart got ripped out and I had to hide in a closet because of some stupid robot. The worst Autobot leader ever died, you know, kind of thing. So, for me, TV in the the TV intros, it was like say you're watching what the end of Family Ties, and Alex P. Keaton is boring you to death with politics. You get the closing theme, you get a commercial or two, and then you get the next show's opening theme. Well, in the last forty you know forty odd years the TV intro thing has changed. And I think it changed, I want to say somewhere around 20, 20 years ago, 22 years, somewhere in the early 2000s, they went to this whole like opening stinger, opening teaser, and then the theme, and then it would come back to the show. And it was like, what the hell is this? Why are you changing the, like, I but I love TV. I love TV themes. I remember specifically, and I remember specifically what tracks there. I don't even have to look at anything in the late nineties. TV tunes did their CD releases back then. They did seventies uh, and eighties. They did nineties and two thousands. And I believe the seventies and eighties ones track 54, Five and 56, yeah. Knight Rider was track 55, and Airwolf was track 56. They were obviously soundtracks with TV themes on them. Absolutely love that stuff. But yes, your list. Where does your list start, sir? Yeah, so I guess we can start with sort of some of the, the longer ones. And we were just kind of discussing this kind of beforehand. And this isn't a show that I watched. This was a show that was on as I was growing up. It was also in syndication when I was growing up. But starting with, with MASH, it was about 50 seconds or so. 
And again, that's a show that I know nothing about. I, I never recall watching the show. I know, you know, I know some of the people that are in it. I know that it started out as a movie first and, yep. and it turned into a TV show, a long running TV show. But all I can recall is the theme song. Yeah. And I looked it up before we started here, and it, that ran for about 50 seconds. Okay. Which is, you know, quite quite significant when you're looking at, like, today's TV, because yeah. it's, it's kind of what you said. Sometimes it's, it's a little bit of a, uh, you know, intro to the show, a quick stinger, and we're right back into the show. Yeah. Or it's, like, a really quick intro, and boom, we're into the show. Yeah. Or it's, you know... Netflix and this and this and this and this present and then there's an intro and then we can talk about this later probably the um, the skipping of the intro with streaming services now because if you're marathon watching something you've seen the intro plenty of times no matter what show it is you don't need to watch that intro every single time right yep and then again what I'm looking at here in terms of like intro length this is taking into account like the original run of it. Mm-hmm. Like if you're looking at like syndication, sometimes they speed it up. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they do cut it short. Uh, like if you're watching, uh, let's say like you're watching like um, Seinfeld, for example, on like TBS before the current episode even finishes, <laughs> they're like pushing you into the next episode Oh yeah, and the credits run like super quick in the small little window. And then boom, yeah. we're back into the, the new, the next episode. Yeah. Well, that's the way that the 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 cable state the cable syndication station packages probably work was because they want to move you along. They want you to sit there on your couch for nine hours binging right. a show about nothing. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at various versions of the uh, the main theme from Knight Rider, and we'll get into the whole Knight Rider thing later. But you know, what I have here from the album that Stu Phillips. Uh, uh, released in 2020 is a minute and 20 seconds. Now that's just, that's probably just, if I remember correctly, that is just the music. You are correct. There was, you know, the, uh, one of the biggest Knight Rider fans I know. Why can't I remember that? shadowy flight into the dangerous world of a man who does not exist. That was part of the opening narration stuff. So yeah, they all vary. Yep. So in terms of the count, I mean, we can actually, before I get to that, I did want to talk about really quick. So the A team, right? Mm -hmm. So I looked at season one and then, and this also got me thinking about this as a topic to, to discuss. Um, The A team was, was being shown on, I don't know, one of the over the air networks that shows like older shows. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was season, I think it was season five. And okay. I'm like, oh, look, at the show is just starting. And my, <laughs> wife, my wife and I were sitting there. My daughter was there. Um, my daughter, I've gotten her into like really liking some theme songs for the, you know, intro theme songs for TV shows. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, here, watch this. You're going to, you're going to enjoy this. And th- in that season, they didn't have any voiceover. It was literally just music. I'm yep. like, well, this is, I don't even remember this one. Yeah, no, season one, five, I do not remember at all. The, the one that I recall is, you know, from season one where it has the voiceover. Um, yep. and, and looking at that, that was a minute and 32 seconds. Yeah. That's now, there's long. like no way in hell that any TV show today <laughs> no. would have that. No. Right? They would have started the show. We would have already gone to like first commercial break. 
Mm-hmm. And you know we'd be waiting to go back into the show. Yeah, and the thing about the the A Team theme song that I want to bring up just briefly before you move on is that not only did they remove the mu- the, the the narration by season five, they also changed the narration between I don't remember if it was between the pilot or between originally it said in 1972 a crack commando unit, and then at some point in the future it says ten years ago blah 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 like it decided to not say 1972 anymore. In 1972, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the A-Team. Ten years ago, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the A-Team. Yeah, I do recall them changing that. I don't remember what season that's from, but I do remember them changing that. I, I I remember watching that show growing up, but I don't I don't recall ever making it through like the entire series. I oh. didn't make it through the entire series either, but I still remember most of it, and most of what I remember is BA and Murdoch. <laughs> <laughs> also, by the way, in this episode, whichever episode this was that we had on, again from yeah. season five, uh-huh. just it like opened right up immediately into a car chase on like a, I don't know, an airfield or something. Yep. And there's got there's people with machine guns shooting. I'm like, there's no way this would be on network TV today. Oh, no. No, 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 not at all. And again, this was the 80s. The 80s was the Wild West sort of of television. Right, yep. So the the next show I've got on my list here, I actually have uh, a more modern uh, version or reboot to kind of compare it to. And I was actually kind of surprised by this one. And, and, you know, we were just kind of talking about it. So Knight Rider, I've got it clocked in at the original from the 80s, got it clocked in at a minute and 12 seconds. Yep. And in the 2008 reboot, and I was actually kind of surprised by this, I got the I have the intro clocking in at clocking in at around fifty seconds. Yep. Which by that point it still seems like that's quite a bit of time. Well, again, you're you're. It's also the switch of there was, and this is why I love and will defend the 2008 reboot till the day I die. Was because <laughs> you have that opening scene that may be a minute and a half or something. I don't know. I haven't actually timed that out, but. You know, you have that opening scene and then it supposedly ends on a cliffhanger for commercial, but you go into this theme and the 2008, oh God, I love the 2008 theme. It's so good. So good. And the music that was done in that, I believe it was Christopher Ting, T-Y-N-G, that did that. And I just...
once I heard that, I was like, okay, I'm, I love the original theme, but this new theme is, is just as cool because not only did you have the engine noises of the Mustang, not that we needed them, but yes, Christopher Ting, T-Y-N-G. Good intro theme song, mm-hmm. poorly executed TV show. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, you, you brought that. Uh, we're not going to spend. A, I spent a whole podcast discussing this the, this show. So, yes, technically poorly executed TV show because they couldn't decide between doing villain of the week or continuity. And then obviously the funding from Ford most likely got cut, which means NBC is going to cut funding, which means by episode seventeen, you're screwed. Uh, so seriously, truly like that's from what I remember back then, that's most likely what happened. Honestly, the pilot film, which I still can't find anywhere. I I had the DVD somewhere. I don't have it anymore, but there was a two hour pilot movie that you could actually go to Best Buy and get for free. They were giving the pilot film to this beloved franchise reboot away for free at Best Buy. Uh, so that's a whole two-hour thing. And then the show, I want to say episode one of the show and episode 12 of the show are the two best fully integrated Night Rider continuity-based episodes. Because episode 12 was Night to King's Pawn, and it featured the return of Nemesis Prime as the voice of Carr. Peter Cullen came back. And I still watch that episode every once in a while. I love that episode. You had higher hopes for the show. I wish it would have lasted, but yeah, me too. But if you do track down that movie, right? The movie doesn't at all, right? That was sort of like a backdoor pilot for the TV show. Yeah. It doesn't really at all tie into the TV show. Well, it, no, it ties in. It wasn't really a backdoor. It was like one of those like soft boot. I don't know. It was really weird. Um, how they they did it, uh, reformatted the show in effort to more closely resemble the storyline of its predecessor. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, the, the movie set it up decently, I, I guess, but it, it, it had a lot of the history stuff, but it didn't really, you know, I don't know. It is what it is. <laughs> All right, so continuing on my list here. So another another huge show from the eighties, kind of sub sub one minute. Golden Girls, forty second yep. TV th- uh, theme song. <laughs> well, I, there's I, a, yeah, there's only so much you can sing about friendship. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a Unfortunately, I don't have like a modern equivalent of that because I haven't rebooted that show yet. Um, but the next one I actually do. Okay. Um, so this is Night Court also clocks in at 40 seconds. The new Night Court, which I'm actually a fan of, by the way, I think that's a pretty good show. It's It feels like a throwback. Yeah. And that's kind of what I like about it. 15 seconds.
my God. Oh, it hurts my head. I mean, granted, you don't have, you know, like Marsha Warfield and obviously uh, Harry Anderson's no longer with us. I think Marsha's still alive. But the point is you don't have all the – because that's the other thing that's changed from the 80s to now. Not only was the opening theme song and the opening intro servicing to introduce you to the show, it was also to introduce you to the characters. You know, you look at the Night Court opening theme from the 80s and it's – Judge Harry Stone. It's it's Dan. I oh god, I almost said Dan Rather. Dan Field. You know Dan Fielding. It, it, right. It's John Larroquette. It, it's Christine. Whatever her name was. It's it's Mac. It's book. It's it's freaking Two Face. It's 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 you know Richard Mull and the, you know they're they're introducing us to all these characters and you just don't have that now. It's like here here's one one musical note and now you can watch the show and just look up the characters on Wikipedia or something. Yeah. So, I mean, with this, right. So with the original kind of what you were saying, it kind of introduces us to the characters because there is like, uh, you know, like B roll type footage of them in different scenes and episodes. We don't get that with, with the new night court. It's literally, here's the character or sorry, here's the, here's the actor, here's their name. And it's right back into the episode. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, so that, I found that kind of funny. Again, if you haven't, if you haven't checked that, the new show out, I, I do recommend it. Yeah. Uh, it feels like, like I said, like a throwback to like an 80s sitcom. Uh, it gives you nice, warm feelings of like, uh, you know, this is something that you would not expect to see on TV today, but here it is. So I'm going to take advantage of it. <laughs> um, the next one I've got on my list here is a show also from the 80s was, was, was pretty big. I grew up loving and watching this show. So this is Roseanne. And I looked at season one uh, for this. It clocked in at 45 seconds. Oh, Lord. If you recall season one at all, right? if you're familiar with the show, if you recall season one at all, or recall the show at all, the, the theme song kind of changed kind of throughout uh, yep. the course of the show. But season one is like extremely slow. And the yeah. camera like pans around the table right in the kitchen. And it's just like, holy shit, this is going on like forever. And by the time we get to, and I've got a modern equivalent here to compare this to, right? The Connors season one. I didn't look at, at the, the reboot of Roseanne for season 10 or nine, whatever it was. It's the same thing. Yeah. I'm looking at Connors season one here. Uh, the intro clocks in at 36 seconds. And the reason I broke this down for season one is because if you look at the current season, which is season five, it clocks in at 23 seconds. And they, they're still doing like the same thing where everyone's coming to the table in the kitchen, the camera pans around. But by the time you get to season five here, where it's only 23 seconds, the camera's moving so fast. You're like, damn, let me off this ride. I'm getting dizzy here. Um, so that's that's kind of one of the right one of the shows where we can compare you know modern to to what it was in the past, and yeah, we're down to from forty five seconds down to twenty three seconds, so it's been almost cut in half. 
<laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy. And oh boy, Roseanne. I remember as a kid how long that theme song was, and I'm just like, please, can we just get to her insulting her entire family or whatever? <laughs> you know, whatever she did, like. Uh, now, if you watch this show, because this show is like on Amazon, this show is on Peacock. If you watch this show on Amazon, you're going to get the sped up version of it. Mm-hmm. Like the you'll you'll get the original intro, but they speed it up. Mm-hmm. If you watch it on Peacock, you're getting the the original version of it. The so the non syndicated version. So if you want the long intro, there you go. Head over to Peacock. <laughs> uh, the next one on my list here. This also comes from the '80s. Saved by the Bell. Yep. Intro clocks in at a minute and three seconds. When I wake up in the morning and the alarm gets out of warning, I don't think I'll ever make it on time. By the time I grab my books and I give myself a look, I'm at the corner just in time to see the bus fly by. It's all right, because I'm safe by the bill. If the teacher pops a test, I know I'm in a mess, and my dog ate all my homework last night. Riding low on my chair, she won't know that I'm there. If I can hand it in tomorrow, it'll be alright. It's alright, cause I'm saved by the bell. It's alright, cause I'm saved by the Yeah, but it was an upbeat intro. <laughs> upbeat intro. I love the intro. I love that show growing up. Yep. That was a Saturday morning show. If you, I don't have, let me look it up really quick. Um, I want to see what the uh, the college years was. Oh, standing at the edge of tomorrow. I probably, I want to say it's under a minute. Yeah. So this, it looks like 45 seconds. And I love the college years theme so much more than I love that the, show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just so sad that it was like short so short lived. Yep. So in looking at a more modern equivalent, there has been right a Saved by the Bell reboot. It lasted two seasons on Peacock. That clocked in, which was also a sort of reworking of the original song, clocks in at 30 seconds. Right. And that's one of those streaming only shows, right? You can't watch it on TV. It's not on any yeah. sort of network. You've got to watch it on, on streaming. Clocks in at 30 seconds. Uh, in terms of what I've got here for the shortest intro. Now, maybe there is something shorter, but I this is what I found to be the shortest. This was a show that I, I watched, I loved. Uh, it's It's gone now, but it was on NBC, and that is uh, the drama known as This Is Us. Yeah. The intro was six to seven seconds. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and really what that was, was kind of what you were talking about where there's an intro, right? There's, there's uh, an intro scene. It yep. cuts to sort of like a title card. It's a little bit of an animated title card. It just says, this is us with a, a little stinger music over the top of it. And right yep. back into the show. Yeah. Because at some point, television networks thought, oh, the, the, the theme song thing, that, that's overrated. People just want to watch the show itself. And that's not necessarily true. We, we grew up on, on theme song television. And, you know, it's just one of those things. Yep. So I wanted to turn next here to some PBS Kids stuff like I was talking about previously. Mm-hmm. So looking at Sesame Street, right? So that's that's something I watched growing up uh, in the 80s. Uh, I recall, you know, my, my grandma used to watch my brother and I when my parents were uh, working and, you know, we were out of school. My grandma would watch us. We would always watch Sesame Street at her house. Uh, what I was able to find is that the older theme song and the one that I've got here is from 98 to 2001. I was not watching Sesame Street at that time. <laughs> I was watching it in the eighties, but I, I looked up the eighties one and it's, it's roughly the same amount of time, about one minute. Yeah. The Sesame Street currently 30 seconds. So they've cut it in half. Well, I mean, they've had a lot going on in the last 40 years. So I figured, you know, the older you get, the shorter the theme song is going to get. <laughs> Apparently, but if you look at something like, and this is another one of the shows that uh, my daughter really likes, it's called Molly of Denali. It's got a mm-hmm. full one minute. It's got this, you know, this full featured theme song. Uh, it's got lyrics to it, one minute long. Now I wonder because I don't have kids. I'm never having children. It's just not going to happen. It's fine. I'm too old at this point. <laughs> but. I wonder if that's because they need to capture kids. Like that's a show that's a new show that, that is, you know, trying to, it's basically like what Sesame street or Mr. Rogers or whatever was for us back as kids in the, in the eighties, like they're trying to capture kids. So they figure, Oh, one minute theme song for a kid's show that works perfectly fine because it'll grab their attention. I guess. I don't know. This summer, something new is coming to PBS Kids. Molly of Denali. Let's go! She's Molly of Denali. <laughs> By plane, a sled, or snowshoe, she is ready to explore. From Cactola down to Juno, always wanting to learn more. Together with her best friend, who we always by her side. Discovering the outdoors on adventures day and night. Come along with Wally. Of Denali, an all-new show coming this summer to PBS Kids. I mean, it's possible. Uh, the another one that I'm looking at here is so Arthur, mm-hmm. which ran flake forever on PBS, yep. minute and six seconds. Yeah, that's so. And when you compare that with like, I don't know, I don't even know like what some of the more modern animated shows are on like, because right, there's not really anything on network TV anymore that I'm aware of <laughs> when it comes to cartoons. Yeah, um, no. 
uh, right for like something like Saturday morning or like after school. All of that is like on uh, Nickelodeon, uh, Nick Teen, yeah. yeah, Disney. Um, I don't know that those have super long intros, but they, I mean, we're not looking at something like a minute plus, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think so. Of course, I use Disney Plus to watch all the old stuff, not the new stuff, but but. Um, like I know the just as an example for for us, like Star Wars, the Clone Wars, and I know Clone Wars came out years ago, but it is on Disney Plus. Like that opening feat, like like I said, it's like one or two musical notes to get you in and out of the action kind of thing. Let me right. just look up a buddy of mine. Um, his daughter actually is the voice of Gwen in Spidey and His Amazing Friends. Let me just look this up and see if I can. That's another show that my my daughter watches uh, awesome. almost religiously on on Disney Plus. Trying to see, come on, Disney, do your job. Well, you're doing that. I looked up the most recent Transformers cartoon, mm-hmm. right? So that's also on Nickelodeon. 24 second intro. Wow, that's crazy. And you're talking about Earth Spark, right? Correct. Nice. Thanks, Disney Plus. You don't actually give the time. You give the time like seeking, but oh, there it is. Yeah, I want to say it's like, I don't know, 30 seconds, 45 seconds. Maybe it just depends. Maybe it's a minute on there. I don't know. I don't watch the show. I just, like I said, I know my buddy. Uh, I know he had mentioned his daughter was the voice of, of, of Gwen in that. So. Yeah, the Transformers theme songs, not that we're going to go all Transformers on you folks here, but um, those that could be an interesting episode for all things Transformers to clock out each theme song over the last 40 years to see whether they've gotten shorter or longer. I know most of, most of them have gotten shorter. Yeah. Yeah, so Spidey and His Amazing Friends is about a minute and four seconds. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty long. Yeah, I guess that shows on Disney Junior. I don't know that we. It's yeah, it's on Disney Junior probably, but it's also here on Disney Plus. Like, yeah, I was gonna say I don't know that I've ever seen it on you know the network, but if yeah. we do. That's how we watch it at home is on Disney Plus. Yeah, because everything is streaming now, folks. Don't you know? <laughs> so, so those are kind of some of the right. So, I guess what I'm seeing right over time here is obviously the intros are getting less and less, especially mm-hmm. on network TV. 
But something else that I'm seeing that I kind of brought up to you before we started recording is that there are still some long and lengthy intros for shows, but these shows seem to be kind of what I call sort of boutique shows, um, sort of niche shows, or that they're, they're on like paid services, right? So I've got a couple examples here of those. So uh, looking at uh, The Last of Us, right? So that's a brand new hit show on HBO and HBO Max. That clock's in in a minute and four seconds. The Last of Us? Oh, the... the. Yes, yes. The Last of Us. I took... Wow. I hate my brain sometimes, folks, because we were talking about This Is Us earlier, and I'm like, wait a minute. This Is Us ended. It's dead. It's dead, Jim. Yeah, and I'm 67 like, wait, seconds. Wait, wait. Yeah, right? no, no, I know. <laughs> but like when you said The Last of Us, the first thing I thought... I, I, had, I still had This Is Us. I'm like, wait a minute. I was like, combined. <laughs> Can you imagine... Can you imagine the la- uh, This Is Us and The Last of Us combining into one show? That would be really weird. That would be drama overload. <laughs> yes, it would be. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so that's Pedro Pascal, Last of Us, mm-hmm. um, not Milo Ventimiglia, and This Is Us. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so that's on HBO, HBO Max. Clocks in, in a minute and four seconds. Mm. And a lot of that is, is, is if you haven't seen the show, it's got uh, – Essentially, a CGA, a CGA, CGI animated uh, intro, and you know, well, it's got like names, you know, flashing on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's a really unique and interesting looking uh, animation. That if you haven't seen it, I would recommend checking it out on uh, YouTube. Uh, but that's one where I can think of that is you know lengthy. Uh, one show that I can think of that I don't watch, but I recall reading about having a lengthy intro is um, oh, now it just left my head. Uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, that oh, also has God. a lengthy intro. All right. So I don't know if I've told my Game of Thrones story on this podcast specifically, but you know how cable companies, oh, you know, or and and and, and the premium channel, premium channels, oh, get a free week. I'm like, okay, fine, free weekend of HBO, fine. I will go ahead and I will see what everyone is talking about with this, you know, game of chairs. And yes, that is a Sesame Street reference, folks. I will link that video in the show notes because that to me is much better than the 15 minutes of nothing but walking that they did. I watched the first season, first episode. Other than the theme song, all is they did for 15 minutes of that show is walk and did nothing. I'm like, this is boring. Go away. Bye. See you later. I'm out. Peace. Yeah, I'm not a Game of Thrones fan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've I've never seen an episode. So. <laughs> I if you like high octane action, you know, shows, I would not say. And maybe it is that way later, but it's one of, as far as I can tell, it's one of these like Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, like fantasy type shows, and uh, not for me. So I've got two more on my list here. Sure. Uh, and again, these are, these are shows that have already kind of come and gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're a few years old at this point, with the exception of one. Okay. Um, so that I guess I'll talk about that one. So the most recent one is The Walking Dead Season 11. That clock. Okay. That clock's in at 55 seconds.
Well, zombies. And then the last one I have on the list, which is, it's been a while since it's been on. There has been a spinoff. I do not recall how long the spinoff's intro is because I didn't watch that show. But Sons of Anarchy, they used to air on FX. Oh, yeah. Uh, that clocked in at about 55 seconds. Right into this world. All alone. You gotta take your soul. You're on your own. The crow flies straight. A perfect line. On the devil's bed. Until you die. There's a spinoff effect? There is, yes. Really? That's interesting. I did not know. I I just thought that show ended. Nope, it's called the Mayans. So it follows the Mayan group. Okay. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I never got into that show. See, I I never watched it when it was on and airing Mm -hmm. until the last two seasons. I actually started getting into it sort of like I did with the walking dead. Although I fell off the walking dead. Um, I sort of started to get into it when it was airing on Netflix. I'm like, Oh, I could start binge watching this and watching it kind of, you know, episode after episode. I'm like, I'm really getting into this. This is pretty good. But again, I also ride a motorcycle. So <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah. so it's kind of fun for me to, yeah. to watch some of this. So. Uh, so yeah, that was all I had on my list. Again, this, uh, you, you being on the, the Knight Rider podcast got me starting to think about this. Uh, and then especially when it came to the A-Team, when I saw it on TV, I'm like, there's no way in hell any TV show today is going to have an intro like this, uh, at least this long. Um, but apparently, as we're looking at right some of these, these shows that are on uh, premium streaming services or premium channels on cable, they do or can have longer, lengthier uh, yeah. intros. So I think it really just depends on maybe the network that they're on, uh, as well as, you know, uh, maybe how much money is going into these things, because another one that I don't have on the list here, cause I don't have the time code, but another, another long and lengthy one is another long and lengthy one. Yeah. Another long and lengthy intro. <laughs> That's what she said. That's what she said is, um, the, uh, Lord of the Rings on Amazon, mm, that TV yeah. show another long uh, intro there. So I think it really comes down to maybe how much money is being pumped into the show, yeah. uh, what service they're on and, you know, whether or not that there are commercials that you have to contend with. Yeah. And I, I don't know about you, but if I am wanting to watch any content, I would much rather pay to have no ads than to just, watch it what like i am too old for commercials at this point if it's a good commercial and i can see it on youtube fine but just the whole interruption aspect of like don't interrupt my shows leave me alone let me watch this in peace damn it get off my lawn yeah I'm getting too old for this shit folks and again if you haven't checked out the new night court i highly recommend checking it out <laughs> i i've seen clips of it on youtube I, I do need to check it out but what i have seen i've very much enjoyed it it, it it is a very good new reboot show so i will say episode one probably not that great when they when they debuted the show they they showed episode one and two back to back 
probably a good choice. Episode one had to deal with a lot of exposition right? Um, to kind of set up the show. So mm-hmm. not the best, but it does kind of get you going for the show. But once they hit episode two, I think it's, it's much better. Yeah. And then uh, every episode since I've really enjoyed episode two actually had, I think it's episode two, episode two or episode three. Now I can't remember actually has a golden girl reference in it, which is pretty funny. Nice. Um, so yeah, if you, again, that's a show I highly recommend checking out, especially if you're someone who grew up in the eighties, you're familiar with this show. Uh, it just sort of feels like a, a really nice throwback to a type of show that we don't see uh, nowadays. Yeah, absolutely. And while so this has been a very short show of GeekCast Radio because Jesse has to run, I do want to mention our good buddy that uh, also is on the GCRN with us, Optimus Solo. He has been planning for a few years now his own podcast, his own – I don't know if he's making it a video series. I don't remember. And I'm sorry, Kevin. I forgot about this. But it's called Intro to Themes, and he will be debuting it at some point in the future where he basically analyzes TV and cartoon and other – theme songs in media. So he'll be doing that at some point or another. I don't know exactly when, uh, we are going to probably close this out. Uh, anything you want to promote before I run through the, uh, the outro, sir? Uh, nothing for me other than, I guess, if you want to check out my YouTube channel, I did recently post a Transformers review, which is not something I do <laughs> anymore, but it's on there. <laughs> so it's, uh, that's youtube.com slash. I don't even know. See early, I believe. It's just no. sure. it still Matrix Prime. It's still Matrix Prime, but I don't. Let me check it out here. Matrix. I'll have the link in the show notes, folks. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is YouTube.com slash Matrix underscore Prime. Underscore Prime. I don't know. It's not loading. Yeah, Matrix underscore Prime. <laughs> so I, I most recently reviewed the Earthspark Optimus Prime figure. Oh, very cool, very cool. Yeah, I will have your your channel uh, linked in the show notes. Sweet, appreciate All it. Right. Okay. And then the other thing to promote again, Night Court, check it out. Yes, Night Court. Check I don't get paid. I don't get paid by NBC to say that, but I'm I'm just. I wish we got paid to, <laughs> to, to to talk about this stuff from NBC, but sadly that'll never happen. No. All right. I have no idea what's coming up next, folks. Here on Geekcast Radio, I don't know if it's going to be an interview, if it's going to be another topic. Thing or whatever, but thank you for listening to us here on GeekCast Radio. If you'd like to get in contact with us, leave feedback for the show. There's several ways to do so. Visit the website geekcastradio.com where you can listen to and comment on all of our content. Here are all the ways you can listen to us nowadays: Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, any other, and any other podcatching client you choose to use. But I personally prefer Spotify because it has the best UI for me. Anyway, follow us. On Twitter at Geekcast Radio for the network, I am at TFG One Mike. What is your Twitter if you'd like to give it out? Nah, I'm not promoting that. Okay, <laughs> I'll promote my Mastodon. You got to find me on there. All right. Well, what's what's your Zord name then? Uh, I don't. I don't even know off the top of my head. Yeah, <laughs> he's on social media, folks. You'll find him. Just Google <laughs> him. It's fine. <sighs> 
hey, you know, at, at least he's probably not going to be the CEO for much longer. He may still own the thing, but at least he's going to step down at some point, or so I've heard. I don't think it's, I don't think that'll change anything. Yeah. At at it's, Jesse J E S S E early E A R L E Y on Mastodon. There you go. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's been a hive of scum and villainy since before he took over. So you know nothing has really changed. Uh, <laughs> become a fan on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash geekcast radio network. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the show. And join us next time. We'll be talking about something. For now, I am TFG on Mike with uh, Jesse. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Bye.